You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hi everybody, welcome to episode 223 of Red Wings Rant, where tirades and impassioned pleas about your Detroit Red Wings finally have a home. Mike Rasmussen ties it up. No oh, well. Uh, Mike, we have uh, El Sabaka being terminated. Uh, we've got our April wishes. That's right, after this game, Mike, we only have the month of April remaining. And my wife was thrilled to find out only one weekend day will we have off the entire month of April from Red Wings hockey. Um, <laughs> outstanding news, babe. <laughs> Guess what? <laughs> Putting hours into watching that winged wheel come in ninth from the bottom, baby. It is just like a hard sprint, though, right? Like, we're going to get through the month of April... We can start planning out all of our draft episodes, and then mm. wait, time what is I relative. No, I'm jumping ahead. Yeah, time, get, yeah. time is relative, man. It's a sprint for us, a molasses-covered tortoise for your poor wife. So <laughs> she can't wait April's, for the month of May. Yeah, April's a quick month. I'll I'll, I'll say that uh, March to me is the slowest month ever uh of ever um out of the 12 and uh that was such a dumb comment i'm looking at some of my own tweets uh right now so oh don't do that yeah don't look at your old tweets it'll make you nauseous <laughs> oh somebody shared our hot graphic uh it's actually a professor at professor my bed also known as pete um really enjoyed our graphic that we shared uh earlier this week um mike i don't know if you caught it and uh We'll, we'll, do a, we'll do this. We'll do a quick shout out to Pete. So we'll share yeah. his Twitter account. Um, but this is, I, you know, everybody uh, in their podcast, they love to share uh, the graphics that they made. So I went, ahead, <laughs> I went ahead and made this one, shared it on Twitter. So whoever wanted to have it on their phone, just go to BOD Hockey. You guys can pick this one up for free right now. There's a, there's a watermark. On it, Mike. I found that out today. You're supposed to put a watermark on your graphics, but it's black, so mm. can't quite make it out. I'm just What's kidding. What's that face I, in the middle, Matt, for uh, the people listening? Instead of watching. oh, right, for all the podcast listeners, this tiny little head of Michael Rasmussen. Uh, you guys, hey, perfect for tonight. He exactly. Uh, he got off his 13 uh, game drought. Woo. Um, yeah, I think that's why Pete was sharing it. Um, so. Silver thrown out there, Razzmatazz. All right, Silver. I think we have a future nickname for Raz uh, going into next season. Razzmatazz, I'm in love. Um, performance Art, hola, good to see you, my man. Uh, performance Art wants to give us some money. He says, why don't we have a Patreon page? Mike? I mean, we like money. That? Um, I think about money sometimes, but well, uh, no, performance art. I have a great answer for that. We both have nine to fives, and I would only want to give you guys real con. Like, if we did that, I'd we'd want to produce episodes. Content. I think, yeah, like right. real like draft previews and real free agency previews. Yeah, I with- mean, like when we are ready to do that, we will give you guys like you'll have an episode like per 
500 guys that are available for the draft. <laughs> you guys will have, so if you want that, I mean, let us know. I just don't know if more, like I'd need to know more people were ready to go. And then we would go ahead and. We want to have something Patreon. worth charging for, I think. Mm-hmm. So we don't have I mean, that like we do put effort into these episodes, but um, we want to have, you know, maybe, maybe something extra. You're like, oh man, I don't want to miss that. So oh. we're still, we're still cooking on that. Speak, speaking of which, um, yeah. there is a way to support and I got yelled at last time. So let me move the microphone. Uh, Ooh, Red Wings rant. Uh, a little right. sweatshirt there, man. A little, yeah, I like that new... one. It's a little subtle. Yeah, yeah I like I'm, that go- one. I'm going subtle. If you guys want to look like, you know, you work at like the backstage for Red Wings rant is how I've kind of been like looking Red at Wings it. Rant, like the tech crew, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like you can be a roadie, you know? Exactly. Do you want to be a Red Wings rant roadie? Well, now yeah. you can. With the quad R, baby. Yeah. Make sure you, and it only comes in double XL. So I'm kidding. It's all sizes. I just figured, you know, for the roadies out there, you got to go loose. Got to go loose. Go loose. Yep. Got to fit a bunch of picks and backup drumsticks in there and Chewy. What's going on, Chewy? Uh, Jared wants to know if we're giving this away to Tristan. Uh, You know, Jared, only six are in the mail for Tristan right now. I couldn't make it to seven. We might have to do a uh, soft ban on uh, Tristan victories here. Can we, can we start performance art? If we start a Patreon page, it, the subscript, the first tier subscription will be support Tristan's t-shirt <laughs> charity where we only send t-shirts to Tristan. That's it. We make nothing from it. It'll be, it'll be more of a nonprofit, I think. Well, we got a, at least for us, um, we have a commercial in the Red Wings Rangers game, which is still 1 1. Um, but I know we had some really weird news that we don't have any details about because we're still waiting for, uh, I don't know, lawyers to come forward. But the Red Wings fired El Sabatka um, of the octopus waving fame. Um, he's gone. El- he's out. He's been, he's been working there for, was it 50, 51 years? He's yeah, seen, uh, uh, quite a few decades of Red Wing hockey. Let's not forget that L the octopus, named after L. Pretty yeah. huge. That's I don't a, know. That's quite a, a legacy to leave behind. Now, yeah. I'm okay talking about it that way right now. Uh, mind you, we know nothing about this. Um, let's talk about what has been reported. He is terminated. That is yeah. a very strong word. We don't know why. MLive has reported that uh, a source said that he was looking for an attorney. No confirmation from either side that there is any sort of litigation beginning, uh, even from Al himself, uh, who his only comment came from his representative, it said, uh, who said uh, he was appreciative of the 51 years and would love to turn in another 51 if possible. That's not verbatim. It's around those. It's around that. You know, it's it's pretty close. Uh, and then and then the uh, what's the last part? Oh, right. There is nothing else. That's all we know. There's uh, people saying that he might be looking for an attorney, but no confirmation from the man himself or the Red Wings or anything like that. And I no really one. want to leave any speculation out of it because you could get yourself into a lot of trouble uh, throwing out some speculation on what happened there with Al. Uh, let's, let's just remember, we're talking about, you know, the guy who takes care of the ice. Um, yeah, we can't really speculate on, on 
why he was terminated, but I would say let's consider the source that we're learning this from Detroit News Sports. This isn't a press release from the Red Wings saying that, you know, they've uh, mutually agreed to part ways with Al Sabatka so he can go, you know, on Lake St. Clair or something like that. That's it's not even on the Red Wings uh homepage. This is this is a, a news article. So it means that I don't know. We're we're gonna be learning a lot more about Al probably in in the next few weeks here, I imagine. But Kind well, of put, it, put it, put it. Like, I want to say we're going to learn more about the Al situation. I don't want to say we're going to learn more about Al because that makes it sound like, you know. Um, I uh, will say, know. Matt, if we can make one joke about this, uh, since he was released, I can only imagine it was just recently his birthday. That does Probably. seem to be how the Red Wings I, work. I think we like releasing people on people's one. birthday. Yeah. <laughs> That's the safest joke we can make about what we know so far. Um, <laughs> Yeah, Here, we, can't, we, gotta, we can't give this a ton of time, but I know we wanted to touch on it because it's got me a lot of happy memories. You know, he's around there for a lot of happy playoff moments. Um, so definitely worth mentioning, but we do not have any breaking news. Right. Uh, and anybody who does might be lying to you. Here, check <laughs> uh, check this out real quick. Look at, look at Lucas. Damn. Great move. All right. That's all we can share because this time it's TNT. It's not Bally Sports. He's. We gotta be extra. We're, we're scared of TNT. It's Turner <laughs> Network Television. My God, they went up against Vince McMahon once. But anyway, yeah. what are they um, gonna do to Red Wings? We got uh, right. news net because um, the next thing I know you wanted us to talk about was um, some more uh, some more cap space coming, Matt. Yeah, um, we do have we do have more cap space. Uh, we have a million uh, for next season. So, Mike, we could bring another Adam Ernie aboard if we like, uh, but. <laughs> Oh, that's not what I wanted to do. Yep, bop, bop, bop. There you go. There you go. Beautiful. All right. <laughs> uh, Mike, Frank Saravelli, the NHL, reiterated today that the projection is the $1 billion debt held by the players will be repaid to the owners by the end of the 2024-25 season, end of that season. So if that projection holds, the 2025-26 season is the first season the salary cap could rise significantly. So... Mike, I thought that was huge news because we know we have our youngsters that are due up uh, for some paydays. We do have in the 2023-24 season, big names like Larkin and Tuzi need a pay raise. Um, and if we if we just get the uh, – let me pull this up. So I'm not looking at the screen right now, but looking at Cap Friendly. Sorry, I had Taco Bell, so I'm burping a lot. Uh, Verona's contract has to be figured out the year before. It is going to be Lucas's contract has to be figured out the year before it. Of course, that also means our boy Cider. Um, if I had to put a finger on who's going to have the largest contract when all of those contracts are in the books, Mike, you want to take a stab? I- I'm going to say Cider. Uh, I'm going to say Uncle Mo. He's probably going to be one of the you know top defender salary annual average annual salaries uh, in the league. So. Uh, nobody will nobody be surprised. My God, he just made an incredible uh, save at the blue line to keep the power play going. Um, so I hope you guys are watching that right now. Uh, we haven't scored, but, man, that was cool to see side. No, no goal. Um, yeah, I mean, this, this news is, I think, uh, more interesting if you're like the Tampa Bay Lightning, who seem like they're against it every single year. Um, and the Red Wings cap sheet is going to be wide open. Uh, we, we don't know what's going to happen here. Um Obviously, we're losing. Oh, we missed the goal, man! It's two to one, Red Wings. No, yeah, you keep you keep talking. I'm uh, 
trying to pull up uh, a recording. Um, but go ahead. So yeah, we uh, you know we've we've talked about it quite a bit. Um, how our cap sheet's going to open up next season, um, and the year after that, it's really going to open up uh, because I mean, until we figure out those contract extensions for, woo, Bertuzzi, Larkin, um, you know, we're going to be looking at. I know he's not a huge deal, but you know, uh, like the suitors, uh, Valeno, um, that, and, and I mean, we're not even going to have most of our defensemen under contract. Um, <laughs> so. Yeah, these next couple of years here are going to be interesting. Um, I don't know if we need even more cap space. At some point, I, I feel like we need some players who are going to eat it up. Um, so maybe this is a little extra incentive to uh, bring aboard somebody who's you know been a little too expensive for some other team. But um, yeah, interesting stuff on the horizon. Um, I know when caps exploded in the NBA, that's how you got some super teams. So um, kind of interested to see how some of the NHL teams handle it. And maybe I am looking at you to bring them up again, Tampa Bay. Uh, to see how they can weasel their way into another superstar, man. Uh, you know what? I'm glad you mentioned. Oh man, it's already two to two. I'm glad you mentioned Tampa Bay. Another big news coming out from uh, from all this is that the NHL. Uh, I you don't want to say they made a decision, but there was a lack of any movement in regards to changing um, any of their rules in regards to long term uh, injured reserve players being out and being able to move your guys around and and figure out the cap that way. So. Um, I think, I think that's fine. I think it's a loophole. I think it's one that works, uh, for the GMs. Vegas is proving right now. It might not be the best solution, but it is a solution that you can give a shot to. So if you're loaded like Tampa, you can let it go. You can let it roll. Vegas again, their points percentage right now says they'd be on the outside of the playoffs if they were to start. So even though they're, they're giving it a shot by keeping Mark stone out, um, you know, who knows, we'll see what happens. But um, yeah, that's uh, I just thought that was interesting because again, I mean, we're talking about cap crunch is down the road and right now we know there is going to be a strategy that's still available to us. So I, I'm not bummed. I never really was mad about Tampa doing it to be completely honest, because I said, I, now it's it's on the onus of all these other GMs. Like you could sit there and whine and complain and say, "Wait, I'm not, you know, why can't I do this?" Well, you can. You can 100% do it. Did you build a good enough team as Tampa Bay? No. All right. So, you know, what, what are we doing? A lot of trades to build Tampa Bay. Let's not forget about that. So, Matt, just, can I ask? Because uh, I, I I don't mind this strategy at all. Um, I love uh tampa bay i'm gonna use the word exploiting it exploiting it uh, yeah. wisely um but i guess what would be the alternative if you have a guy who's we're gonna pretend that kucherov really couldn't come back um uh, before you know it was convenient for them salary cap wise okay um if he was legitimately so hurt that he couldn't return until the playoffs what would be the alternative um solution uh would Tampa Bay, in order to activate Kucherov, have to release a number of players, or you'd have to tell Kucherov, "Too bad, so sad. Um, you're out for the playoffs. If you you can't, they can't afford to bring you back." So I'd say the options are a, a weird team restructuring at the end of a season, going into the postseason, or telling a super superstar like Kucherov, "You are not allowed to play in the playoffs." When all we want to do is desperately sell superstars and get people to watch this game again. And make it a you know more than a, a, a top four sport. Yeah. So what are the options? Yeah, and and like you don't want to also you don't want to do that, and then also start making all these rule changes when you know you've had to make a bunch of financial 
um, sacrifices all of these teams. And by the way, the sacrifice could also be that they be, you know, they're pieces of crap who fired people and underpaid people. And, you know, the, the PR on that side, they're all, some of them are ruined by that. Like the, the actual faces of these owners uh, just damned uh, because of the decisions they made. So <laughs> in that vein, you're not also going to say, well, hey, wait a minute. We got to set all these financial restrictions for all these teams and have all these, you know, player penalties. Um, so, no, I think I think it's again, it's a it's uh, what was the word you used, Mike? I said there was a loophole. You said they exploited. Oh. Um, so. Yeah, I think ultimately, I think exploit... ultimately, Matt, who's who's being punished by not changing the rules? I mean, are you just saying that other teams are being punished because Tampa Bay had to play a lot, like in this example, a lot of games without Kucherov? Yeah, or they could have had him come back for a couple of meaningless, you know, regular season games for the before right. the playoffs. I think yeah. it's just jealousy and envy, really, that yeah, you, that's... some other team managed to get away without playing one of their superstars and then basically get them. Um, on a four-month rest, um, coming in fresh for, you know, extra season. Um, all right. Yeah. So we have, I, I think we're on the same same page. Uh, yeah. Not really mad, but I'm glad that they're keeping the rule. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm going through our comments right now, trying to figure out what we're missing. Uh, there's some lulls in there. Do-do-do-do. Um. Yeah. So, some, some, we're not we're not happy about the lull or a lull. 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 Because lull. lulls, it's like there's like a long yeah, gap. Lulls. No comments. Right. No, you're right. I hit refresh again. Okay. <laughs> no, you're right. That was the worst choice of words. Uh, do you want to see a Veronica? Did y'all get to see that? Um. Uh. What is it? Three to two Red Wings. No, it's two. Wait, did I already share the Veronica? The hell? Am I am I going crazy? Yeah, That's what a... game are you watching, Matt? Are you playing uh, your NHL game again? All right, no. that's the end of the first. Two to two. Yeah. Okay. There's the I, wasn't sure, I wasn't sure if I missed one. Right? <laughs> yeah, let's throw that puppy in there. Yeah, just another butte. I, 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 uh, you know what I did? I recorded it without sound because uh, I really don't want TNT to come down on me. <laughs> so... I I, uh, I think I just got quote tweeted and somebody's making excuses here for uh, for the Rangers, but um, I didn't get a chance to read it. But I just think it's funny because Verona's been doing this since he got back, so I don't know. Like, you don't have to make excuses. It's just Verona being Verona, right? I mean, it's just more reasons for this guy to get more minutes because he just keeps doing this every night. I uh, yeah, what the heck? What, what are we doing? <laughs> yeah, more minutes, uh... please. We did. We have our T-shirt. Uh, save us, Verona. But uh, Verona wants his own T-shirt. Save me. Hashtag <laughs> get me out of the third line. <laughs> um, yeah, you know this is just proof too. Like we we've made the jokes already. Like, sure he can create something out of nothing, but isn't it nice? Now that's a power play. But we saw we've already seen Bertuzzi and Raymond and Larkin hook up a couple of times here with some pretty good looking scoring chances. Wouldn't it be nice? Mike, if it was Larkin and Raymond passing back and forth, and then all of a sudden you had Verana putting in that shot. He was the guy that was open on – he's the late guy coming in, getting the shot in. Will there be any problem getting Verana in late? No, because he's skating pretty slow right now. So he comes in late. You get your two boys, Papa Larks, Sweet Baby Ray, passing back and forth. 
Verana coming in late. Boom, goal. What's what's the big deal? No, Matt. No, you give the people what they want, and you put Verana on the fourth line. (laughs) With Zadina. You put him with Zadina and Giovanni Smith, so you have no center, (laughs) and you just see what happens. (laughs) Give them what they want. I want him to play seven minutes a game. I want him to get mad, and we can trade him to Tampa Bay. (laughs) The NHL season has been packed with dirty dangles, hat tricks, and big wins. As the action rolls on, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has your shot to win big, too. New customers can bet just $1 on any team and get $150 in free bets if they win that's right a bump in the win column for your team means free bets for you if sportsbook isn't available in your state yet you still have a shot to light the lamp everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings daily fantasy hockey contest DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Bet just $1 on any NHL team and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's promo code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. 21 and over. Restrictions apply. See show notes for details. So, well, yeah. to that point, uh, another report this week from Frank Cervelli. We didn't talk about the kids, Mike, are angry at Jeff Blaschel. Now, um, the report on this was, uh, I think Frank, and again, this isn't verbatim, but it's pretty close. He was like hearing that some of the youngsters in the Red Wings locker room aren't thrilled with Jeff Blaschel right now. Now, Mike, again, uh, taking some liberties expand, here. Before you expand, what was the source on this? Um, this is Frank Saravelli saying he's getting this from players, player agents. So agents are putting it out there. That's the thing. We have to make that assumption. Yeah. He doesn't say, he doesn't say so-and-so called me and let me know that Zadina's upset. Usually if it's unnamed sources, it's, uh, people trying to make money. So I'm going to, I'm not saying it's not true, but I would say it's probably the agents Um, getting this, helping get this story out. If, if it's true, um, I, I just, I don't know what to do with it. And I, I, I hate to say it, but the best take I heard Mike was Darren McCarty <laughs> earlier today. Darren McCarty had a, had a good take. Yeah. He okay. had a good take. Me, I can uh, actually, I could probably pull it up, but, uh, I don't have the patience right now. Um, but yeah, it, it was, uh, he said, you know, you know, Darren's delivery, right? Like he's, he's already three or four words. Patient is pragmatic. He's three or four words into his own sentence before he starts talking. 
And uh, so he gets asked about this on like Woodward Sports, and he's like, sixth graders. And everybody's like, whoa, boy. all right, where's Darren going with this? <laughs> Who doesn't love sixth graders? Who doesn't love a sentence that starts with sixth grader? My God. Sixth graders. And then just all of Woodward Sports is like, all right, get the drop button ready. Um, <laughs> God damn. Why don't we they... have a delay on interviews? God damn it. I told you guys to tape no, delay these. He's got his own show. It's his show. It's the Darren McCarty Woodward Sports thing. So you anyway. still feel bad for that poor producer. Yeah, All right. You know. well, what, what was the take on sixth graders? Every day I have to do this? No. Um, do it so, live! So yeah, we should probably finish this thought. He didn't yeah. he didn't go to the next subject after he yelled sixth graders. Um, he said, if sixth graders are complaining about the teacher, do you listen to the sixth graders and change the teacher? No. They're just sixth graders. They got to learn to do math, to do science. Uh, and then and then they can learn how to be adults. And then they can start to make decisions. So <clears throat> there's a lot of problems with this. Not to say that when I said it was my favorite take, that I thought uh, it was the correct take. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, can I push back <laughs> on that? I mean, who's no, more important? No, 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 no. This is my favorite take. Can I push back on that? Come on. Are you, ser- are you serious, man? Like... No, players get coaches fired all the fucking time. What is he talking about? What the fuck is he talking about? A, a superstar player will get a, a superstar coach fired every single time. Nobody comes to a game to see your favorite bald coach in a suit. They come to watch the players play. What is he talking about? I don't know. I I don't know. If but... I'm off my rocker, please, in the comments, let me know. But superstar players easily take precedent. And listen... That's not to say the Red Wings have a, a you know, a, 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 just a treasure trove of superstars. Um, but I feel like their words are going to carry a little bit more than uh, Jeff. Um, apologies to Jeff. Well, it's also, it's super inaccurate, too, to just call any guy who's in his rookie season of the NHL a sixth grader. Um, but no, I mean, this is still... I, I will, I'll dig my heels in. This was my absolute favorite response to this. Is, is just yelling out sixth graders. Um, but yeah, I, I do, I do still think there's something we have to, to think about with uh, this early and how bad this team is that, um, you know, to kind of throw a fit uh, for, you know, only blaming it on one side. Uh, Cause we've seen some huge blowouts, Mike, you, you, you try to put a finger on it. And honestly, it has to be motivation. It's a collection of things. It's not just the coach is bad, so we lose 11 to 2. There's a lot of things that go wrong to get to 11. Um, but I still want to land on, I think I think where my feet are going to land on this whole subject is I think players get mad at their coach a lot at every level. Yeah. So I I don't know how much you even need to care about this. Um, and he even qualified it to say only youngsters. Um, so that means there are people on this team that aren't mad at him. So like, what are we doing at that point? <laughs> I mean, it's, uh, you know, it, it, listen, it depends on, I, I can't say it enough. Depending on who is upset, that's what makes a difference. Um, there, there oh we God, go. Performance if, arts got it. It, uh, performance starts saying every team in the NHL that article could have been about. There's always young players who aren't happy on every single team. Absolutely right. But you know what? If Mo Sider said, I'm tired of Jeff Blaschel, I don't like how he coaches me, he'd be fired in a week. 
And if he publicly came out and said, I'm so effing tired of going in the locker room and listen to this guy, I, I can't do this. But, you know, I don't think Cider's that kind of personality. He hasn't shown us that he's that kind of personality. Or he's yeah. even remotely upset. I'm just throwing out a hypothetical example. Yeah. If Cider or Lucas Raymond said that, I sincerely doubt that Iserman would be like, hey, that's my man Blash. I mean, nobody gets a, you know, 38% win percentage like like Jeff. So, Mo, I'm sorry you had a great rookie season. Uh, you did win the Calder, but you're out, you know. You're a cancer. I, there's no way, no way. Uh, I was just really distracted by Paul Bissonnette making the craziest face on TNT. Um, yeah, performance art, even with that comment though, he's still got his prediction. He says it's, uh, it's Zadina. It's Zadina. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, uh, I, I don't know if, if anybody would be Zadina's agent trying to get my man his bag. Um, but I mean, <laughs> floating out negative thoughts about the coach and, uh, pushing the blame elsewhere, I don't think is, uh, a move that's going to endear you to somebody like Iserman, who's all about company men. Um, so if it is Adina, uh, you know, we, we don't know who this is actually about, you know, the source, you know, didn't really go that far. Um, uh, but it's something that you usually do float out in a contract year. Uh, that beautiful Zadina guess. Um, uh, Matt, as you like to say, chef's kiss on that one. Ah, that's that's nice. You listen. Um, <clears throat> oh, you know what? You're wearing your piston shirt. Did you see Durant today? Uh, sidebar. That was uh, a really cool comment talking about um, yeah know, six sixth graders um, to kind of pivot away from that. Yeah, a good, um, a good uh, cocky cocky journalist just said uh, to Durant. You know, you guys kind of embarrassed, I'm paraphrasing, but you guys kind of embarrassed that you, you know, had a game that close against a team like the Pistons, and Durant kind of made a face and was like, what are you talking about, man? This That's a young team that have been pl playing really well the last couple weeks. Um, that's a team of professionals over there. So, no, we don't look at a team like the Pistons. Um, we try to play every team, you know, the same. So he totally was dismissive of that condescending question. Um and yeah, bravo to cool. Durant. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh it's official. Durant to Detroit next season. Yeah. NBA championship. Here we go. Yeah. All right. So uh point of the show, everybody, time to participate. We want to get uh your wishes for April. Uh, but we have our wish list that we've created here as we uh roll through uh the Red Wings game here again, two to two against the Rangers. Uh for all the podcast listeners, of course, you already know what happened. You you know if in an hour and a half we're going to be super happy or super sad. But uh, before we feel those feelings, uh, let's go through our April wishes. Mike, uh, basically 15 games left. We already uh, cracked the joke that uh, we have like one weekend day off, I think, over the next, uh, over the next month, uh, starting this weekend. And uh, it's going to be, it's a lot of hockey. For fans, for a hockey team like the Red Wings that are in the position that they're in, not only are they falling in the standings, but they are whoo, doggies. <laughs> These games are getting ugly. Um, all right. So basically, what do we want to see that will make us happy? Right. Like these are the things that uh, we hope to see because we are going to be sitting through these next 15 games. And for however much you love hockey, uh, for however much you love the Red Wings. 
it's hard to do. It's hard to sit through all these games when they're going to be meaningless and the motivation could start to wane. So yeah. Um we have some uh we have some answers in here already, Mike. And I, I gotta Ooh, say, Eric, yeah, throw I, those like out what, there first. I like yeah. what you're saying, but uh we're gonna save that because we might be in lockstep. <laughs> no, I wanna give that I wanna give them some credit because I, I like we have a couple of them and I, I don't wanna you know, oh, yeah. Okay. So we'll just start there. Right Eric, Eric, you nailed it. Bergren, nine games. Uh, that's where we're at, too. That's that's my that that is, I don't know, arguably my number one, right? Like, we we desperately want to see Bergren for nine games uh, at some point. Uh, we know it's only going to be nine. We don't know if it's going to be the last nine. We know, Mike, that when we play the next six games and we don't see the call up for Bergren, Twitter's going to explode. Uh, so one of those things uh, I think we're all counting on, we're hoping for, we got our fingers crossed. Of course, if it is just like four games, I'm okay with that. Um, I just want to see him for a little bit. So I, I've got the stats up here, Mike. He's projected to finish with 52 points uh, for the Griffins. That is, of course, if he finishes the season with them. Uh, a couple of points to throw in there. Of course, Steve Eichmann already threw out there in his press conference post-trade deadline. He is keeping his eye on the Grand Rapids Griffins making the playoffs. And he made mention of making sure that that team was fully stocked and loaded to make a run. So would you pull away one of your top forwards uh, to see what he looks like in the NHL when you already feel pretty good about him? I don't know. Is there is there anything to tell Red Wings fans maybe it's not going to happen? Because I, I, I feel like it's the one thing... Because we have we have some other prospects we're going to call out in a sec here, but it's it seems to me the one thing like we can count on. If it wasn't for Steve Eiserman saying in his last press conference that he wants to focus on the Griffins making it to the playoffs, I whew, oh boy, um, gotta tell you guys, not on the top of my list. <laughs> um, oh, I think that one thing that the Red Wings have have proven to us historically, um. And I'm, I'm going to say outside of Cider and Lucas, because these are two really strange um, anomalies. Um, feels like the Red Wings kind of like having their prospects shrouded in mystery, um, where they're they're not called up until the absolute last minute. Um, so I, I, I feel like I feel pretty confident that Bergeron would get to check out some uh, minor league playoffs. Um, it'd be fun to see him. It would be nice for me as a fan, you know, to get a few games watching him on, uh, you know, the major league roster, so to speak. But um, I'm not holding my breath, and I I wouldn't be shocked if he just kind of closed the season with the Griffins. Um, but yeah, I I I kind of have my wish. I don't know if you want to jump to that or if you wanted to linger on Bergeron for a second. Oh, I don't even know what your wish is. So the past couple seasons. Um, I know it's, it's not a, um, reasonable expectation to think that your, all of your best players are going to be healthy and available, but it, it feels like we haven't quite gotten that real hard look at what the Red Wings look like when a season is, is still, you know, in question how you're going to turn out, whether or not you're going to be playing for the postseason or playing for the off season. Um, you know, whether it's, you know, Mantha getting injured for an elongated time, uh, Larkin for an elongated time, uh, Bertuzzi for an elongated time, Verano for an elongated time. Um, 
<laughs> it's a long list. Um, and I would just, I would just like to see like a, what a fresh slate, you know, um, uh, robust, um, you know, generous off season looks like, and the Red Wings not have, you know, one of their top six guys, you know, have to go, you know, two, three, four months without playing that se next season. So, you know, obviously there's, there's some other things that we would love to work on some, some cameos from young guys that we'd like to see, but I'd, I'd kind of like us to finish the year healthy. Um, I think that would be my main wish. And then uh, to really, to really uh, kind of bring that home is to see um, Verana healthy enough that we can see a glimpse of what he looks like playing next to a, um, you know, a speed, speed um, all around star like Larkin and a playmaker like Lucas. Um, I think it would be really fun to get some more time uh, for those guys as a line. It'd be kind of fun. Yeah. And I know, right there I know there's other there. guys, but yeah. Yeah. Chewie's right with you there on the no injuries. Um, that actually is one that, that should have been on my list and I'm glad that you brought it up. Cause that, that probably should have been number one. We don't want any long-term injuries popping up. Uh, but I pulled up this picture of Verana and Zadina. Uh, I took a look at, at the stats of everybody that Verana's played with. Um, you can see, you could point to any one thing and say that it hasn't been great in one, you know, particular space for a reason. I know we made fun of the Zadina side of it because uh, from an expected goals side, they look good from an actual goals and like points that Zadina got. What, you know, the production just wasn't there for Zadina. Like we were all excited for that chemistry and they did look good passing back and forth. Uh, but I think, again, Zadina only ended up getting two points from those 13 games playing with Verona. So it, w it wasn't anything where, you know, you know, we could make fun of it that way, but still from an expected goals, the, the chemistry side of things, it looked good. But yeah, I, I, we just talked about Verona earlier and locking in that play, uh, that power play goal. That's something we don't have to wait for the power play for. We've seen Lucas and Larkin going back and forth in this very game and lining up for Tuzi. We've seen, uh, I mean, we could just move him up <laughs> the list here on which players he's playing with to try and generate some scoring five on five. Cause it is nice that the power play looks good, but I mean, come on. I, we don't need to play this game. We don't need to pretend that, uh, you know, he generates, he gets that space. Cause it's the power play. We've seen him generate his own scoring chances uh, on his own. And we're not the team right now that needs to pretend that we need to spread the offense because what I saw was Lucas and Larkin and Bertuzzi going back and forth and not finishing it off. So give me Verona. Just just throw it together. Just one time. I just want to see what it looks like. I just want to see, like, if they put up no goals and it looks the same, then, yeah, just keep it rolling and spread them out. Let's spread the offense. But just for funsies, let's see if Verona can get some of those passes on five on five. Right? I mean, it actually, it even happened in the last game or uh, two games ago uh, where Larkin was finding Verona wide open because Larkin took three guys with him and then Verona was wide open on the side of the net. So we already have seen it in practice when uh, in the middle of a line change. And it's because Larkin can bring three guys with him. It's, uh, I mean, come on. What are we doing? Let's stop being silly. Let's stop playing this game that we need to spread the offense. Stack up the first line. Stack up the first power play. Let's just put some freaking goals in the back of the net. So when it's 11 to nothing, 
I can hope for eleven to four. That's all. That's all I really want. <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, we've we've pined about it all season, and we didn't pine to see uh, uh, the you know pretend depth because he happens to be on the third line. No, I want to see a sizzle reel. I want to see if this guy looks like what he's cooking with our best players because he is one of our best players. He's arguably got the best shot in the game. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say it. There, I said. It. Now, uh, Cider just teed up uh, Bertuzzi here uh, to make it three to two. Beautiful. So, I mean, can we talk about two? Like, can, can someone confirm for me? Is is Verona out there on the first power play? Does that mean he's also not getting that chance to play with Cider as well? On the uh, first power play? I, I, that's all I want to know. Was he, was he out there with them? Because I see him giggling on the bench with... Uh, with Tuzi, but yeah, I, I missed that whole goal. All I saw was the replay there. Uh, I'm trying to catch it. My uh, my stream is still loading. Oh, I gotcha. But you know what I mean? Like, if we're not stacking, then we're missing those opportunities. Because what Cider does is is pulls guys out, and we'll, we'll pull up a replay here in a second. We'll just kind of break it up a little bit. But Cider pulls guys with him on the power play. So what does that do? Makes an incredible amount of space for everybody else because everyone knows to watch out for Cider already. All right, so wow. Jared does throw out there. Verona was on the ice. Uh, so more reason to do it, I would say. We saw a goal <laughs> at the back of the net, right? So anytime that he's not locked up. Oh, and we already had a power play. We just talked about a power play goal from, pass from Cider. So there's there's even more evidence, right? Oh, man. I'm, uh, if, if I uh, just feel distracted, it's because I'm watching uh, Cider just beautifully orchestrate this this play from the blue line. Um, how he got so much attention and it's plays like this where, you know, you, you don't, you know, they'll make the comparisons to, uh, you know, like Red Wing great defensemen, but I mean, I, I'm just saying, you know, those are the kinds of things Lidstrom would do where he would, you know, just completely take control of the game on the power play and it, you just had tons of confidence when the puck was on his stick. So I, I know Mo's a baby, but man, he, he really makes you feel positive about the future. And there's just yeah. another example. So well, I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to get you off track. I was just I no, was dazzled I, by Mo again. No, I I, I love it because I'm trying to figure out. Uh, I'm trying to figure out how I want to tweet this out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I'm saying, what what do we think about this, Mike? We'll do this live. Cider is a composer back there. Everyone is uh, is just. Everyone just feels like a note. Feels like a note in his work of art. What's that? Um, Everybody liked it when I really, I really greased the wheels there. <laughs> is that is that too much? Did I grease his knob? Is that what I did? <laughs> did I not grease the wheel? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, um, I, I, I'll pull back a little bit. You could do uh, Vivaldi composed the Four Seasons. Uh, Michael Giacchino composed the Batman. Mo Sider, the Red Wing Power Play. <laughs> um. All right. Once this uh, loads up into Twitter, we can maybe take a peek, even though we've kind of dissected it. Uh, you guys can let me know if I pronounced Vivaldi correctly. Uh, now, how do you do that in the chat? How do you? Um, 
you might have to go to Merriam-Webster for a little help on uh, how the vowels and consonants are going to have to be a little harder, softer, <laughs> um, the right emphases um, <laughs> on the different um, syllables. Syllables. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, that, I, I don't know if we do we have any more uh, contributor wishes for the team. Oh, we do. Um, yeah, let's just uh, we'll take a quick peek at uh, at Mo just doing his thing. Uh, there's Tuzi ripping his shot, but I think uh, this will queue up here in a sec. It'll start over, but this is just cider. I now I'm, I I do have to say, you know, I am glad that uh, you have Verana now on that first power play. It just gives another opportunity for us to make more space for a guy like Bertuzzi to throw it at the net. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know why you're not you, like you weren't stacking these power plays before. It just it just didn't make any sense to me. So I got that. But still, give me my five-on-five five lines. That was that was primarily where that conversation was supposed to go. All right, what else do we have, Mike? Um, we had some stats for Verona, but I think we made our case. Uh, it was mentioned earlier, and I got to pull it up here. Um, oh, wait, did I even share that? Did I forget to share the replay again? I hit play on the replay. Did it never come up? Uh, for the cider to Bertuzzi? Yeah, they, yeah, that came up. Oh, good, okay. That came up, yeah. Okay, good. Um. I did see someone else mention it. I'm sorry, I can't find it right now, but uh, I was also putting on my list. Like, Bergman, I think, has a great shot. But I thought it would be fun to see one of these guys. I'm not saying we're going to see these, but my wish list, right? I think it would be nice to see one of these left-side defensemen try and fill out uh, what's going on. Now, clearly, Sabrango McIsaac, easier to bring up. Johansson, over in the SHL right now, you got to get him out of the playoffs, bring them over, figure out what's going on there. I think Iserman made a comment, uh, but it, it really was just about that season needs to be over before those guys can be brought over here. I'm not sure if there is a timetable of how long you have to wait, which would be kind of silly. But uh, yeah, I, I know uh, a lot of folks are going to be rooting for uh, Red Wings to go deep in the SHL playoffs. I'm not out as soon as possible is good for me get them over here so that we we might get a taste uh by the end of the season uh but yeah these these are three guys and then uh of course it really just comes down to this list i mean if it if it's anybody on here except for keenan draper I, i'm gonna be pretty thrilled um if we get a sniff of anybody on this list but um chances slim somebody brought up in the chat earlier do you really want to bring these guys into this mess right now while they're getting, you know, we're getting blown out as bad as we are. Um, you know, do you want to mix in these youngsters that we're so excited about? Mike? Um, yeah. That, I mean, there's, there's definitely a theory there about, um, you know, uh, like a losing mentality can, you know, kind of fester inside of you um, like a disease. Um, and we need to look no further than, you know, the Honolulu blue and silver where it feels like, no matter what you do, um, there's just a loser mentality. Um, so I don't think it's quite that dire uh, for our Red Wings, but um, you know maybe maybe there is more value to them playing with a little bit of stakes. Um, you know, you, you know, even if it is um, you know abroad or you know in the minors uh, for playoffs, rather than you know kind of slogging through some meaningless regular season games where I I don't I'm not even sure what kind of you know, effort you're getting from the opponents playing the, the Red Wings at this point. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it's an interesting debate. Uh, selfishly, I think we all want to see those guys. Uh, but 
yeah, probably in their careers and for their development to kind of stay away from this bucket of yuck right now and let them feel, <laughs> you know, let them know, get a little taste of what winning's like and come into a clean slate next uh, next season. Oh, I got to throw a uh, throwback to the chat real quick. Jared Shaw, making sure we don't miss second assist for Cider. Uh, hey. Got to throw that out there. Yeah. Uh, Chewy's with us. Great QB back there. I should have just stuck with the QB. I, I just, I, I wanted to go away from it. I wanted, everybody says QB, so I wanted to, but Chewy, you nailed it. Uh, performance art, Vivaldi. Chewy says, sounds correct, Mike. Hey, my dude. Thank you, Chewy. Uh, Hal, thrown out there, Vival Terry <laughs> Pilpola. He's going to go grab his coat. He's out of here. Uh, Jared with the big old boo on Hal. Um, no, we're saying, way, no, Hal, 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 we're not saying boo. We're saying boo earns. More <laughs> of those, please. More of those. Uh, A plus for the name, too, there, Hal. Um, yeah. Eric. Giving us uh, that final, uh, I don't know, what do, what do I want to say? The official uh, new, what do you, what's the official ruling? Geez, so Pete, man, I got to stop drinking beer while I'm doing these. Uh, Eric Johnson throwing out their playoffs have to end uh, in the SHL uh, for their team, for them to be able to come over. So, uh, yeah, we just need those, uh, those playoff games to end as quickly as possible so we can have a nice little month of hockey for the Wingdings. Um we got two more, and I see the Rangers coming in hot, so I think it's a good time uh, to bring up this one. Uh, Mike, now here's here's the thing. Our wishes, do I want more of these? No, I want zero. Zero seven-plus goal games, all right? No more. Uh, we've, we've already, for the last 25 seasons, broken the record as reported by Barstool Detroit. Um, <laughs> last 25 seasons, it's the 2021-22 Red Wings that have allowed nine games, nine different games with seven-plus goals allowed in a game. That is a mouthful, but it is also ugly. So it deserves to you deserve to be out of breath if you're a fan of the Red Wings to have to read this table. But, um, Mike, you've got the 96-97 Penguins, 05-06 Capitals, 98-99 Lightning, and the 2011-2012 Lightning on this list. Mike, now... Here's the good news. We are either five or 12 years away from a Stanley Cup based on this table. So, <laughs> um, of course, shout out. That that, that goes, uh, I think the length of time for the Penguins and Capitals is, is the 12. Uh, and then uh, the Lightning had five because they won in the 2004. Anywho, um. Yeah, that's that's what we've got going there, and then the eleven twelve lightning, of course, fit in the middle there uh, with that uh, shout out of five or twelve years. Uh, but yeah, I I think if I want to enjoy the rest of the season, just try and lock it down defensively. Like it, it really is disheartening when uh, you're moving into the second period and you've already allowed those seven goals and you're working your way towards eleven. Uh, so no more of those, please. Uh, Jared, historic. <laughs> Thanks, Jared. <laughs> Jeff Blaschel and, and company making history in the NHL. Um, I mean, can we pretend that you know we're looking into tea leaves on this one? I mean, our Tampa Bay connection, I, I don't think that's ever going away because of Steve's history, but 
That was still a team. They were right, you know, right around 500. They had a couple good guys. That was like uh, Le Cavalier. That was uh, Martin Saint-Louis. <laughs> and then they also had uh, like Baby Stamkos. So uh, I don't know if we have quite Baby Stamkos, but I think we have a Le Cavalier and, uh, and a Martin Saint-Louis. No? And, our, and you know, they stunk because they had Roly the goalie. Um, uh, Dwayne, Dwayne, was it Dwayne Rollison? I, I don't know who their goalie was. If it was Roly, it was probably Rollison. Uh, I don't know who their goalie was in 04. Uh, but yeah, I mean, they got bombed. Um, they, but this, you know, this was a team that had Stamkos, so they still had some games where, you know, they would kind of go back and forth. But I mean, they, they got bombed oh. just like we were. Sorry, wrong year. Uh, you mean, yeah, 2011, 2012. I was, yeah, yeah. sorry about that. Um, um, so I mean, uh, still don't know to, who the lightning goalie was in that year. <laughs> just to uh, kind of put a pin in that, um, I, I you know we now that we've set the record, let's leave it at nine. You know, let's let the next team come in and get ten. I like that. That's really sweet. All right. So speaking of uh, preventing goals, Mike, we have one more on our list here. Uh, it's kind of in similar vein. We're pulling up the standings for all you podcast listeners. Oh, um, beautiful, <laughs> Mike. Our last wish for the uh, for the 2021-2022 season. Um, now I say it's in the same vein, uh, but we might be in the in the opposite direction here for our wish. We just wish to have no more seven goal games allowed. Uh, seven goals allowed games, but Mike. Do we want hey. to waste one of our wishes on getting to that 29 seed? <laughs> it is impossible. possible. It, uh, is, I mean, no, it is impossible. We're our best our best spot is to, you know, uh, somehow fall behind Buffalo and Chicago. I still I mean we've got games against New Jersey, we've got three against Ottawa. You give up three wins right there. Boom. Uh, I know, but the Red Wings kind of—they kind of get up when they're when they're playing Stutzla. I think they're going to be—they uh, <laughs> see they, they see that Stutzla on the bench over there, and they just start peppering them in. You just love saying Stutzla. That's <laughs> I, mean, I love saying Tim Stutzla. Um, yeah, and performance arts—you were right there with us at this point. Go as low as you can. Um, yeah, we didn't. I I know most of us wanted to. See, we had uh, votes for Bergren. Uh, we had votes for um, Jared McIsaac was officially in there. Chewy threw in there the no injuries. I, I really expected a lot of you to throw this one in there. I, I thought we'd see. Let's let's try and get this team as low as possible. Let's try and finally win the lottery. <laughs> right? How many seasons yeah. do we have to stink and not win the lottery? I say that um, at the gas station every time. You know what? It's about time <laughs> I won final. the lottery. Oh, <laughs> uh, Yeah. That's me every Wednesday. Uh, I'm doing, this, I, doing this show? No, no. <laughs> that was uh, that was a shout out to Powerball. I think Powerball is Wednesday. I gotta say, I think so. Nobody oh, yeah, thinks yeah. that was actually true. Um, <clears throat> all right. Uh, there isn't really too much else to throw in there, but that we do want us to go down. I do think uh, we have a good shot of of moving down a bit. Maybe maybe it is getting below Buffalo and Chicago, and we hand over some wins to Ottawa. Uh, so, you know, maybe we can head down one more spot. That's kind of – maybe we can hit 27. Uh, New Jersey, you know, 
they've got they've got some goal scorers. You got Hughes on there. You got some you got some good movers. You got some. I know. Momentum wise, it's, it's pretty bleak, man. What's <laughs> well? I mean, look at those last ten, right? We're running out of Buffalo, time to screw this up. Buffalo six two and two up. in their last ten. Detroit's two six and two. So there, there you go, right there. It's basically our seed. So that's one team. All right, Chicago four. four I'm, I'm kidding. I'm not going to run down that list. Okay, I mean, not the happiest episode. Um, not the gotta, unhappiest episode. I got to refresh so uh, I can see some of these highlights here. Um, we do have, uh, let me read Hal's question here before I pull it up. Uh, he is disappointed with Heronic's overall form this year. Um, how do you guys see his future with the team going forward? Is there uh, is there more to come or is he at the top of his development curve right now? Hal, that's a great question. And uh, part of the reason when we were talking about uh, the trade deadline and everybody was talking about, let's get Bertuzzi out of here. And, uh, I, or Zadina, I, I was, I was the one who was saying, well, why do we, why do we get rid of that affordable Hirona contract? Like <laughs> you can make the argument that he could still develop into a stronger player. You put him on a team, uh, with stronger guys around him and that'll help him. He'll be elevated by that. Um, get a good culture, get a good coach around him. Um, really just find the motivation again, right? Like uh, these guys have to motivate themselves. Let's not forget that. And it's easy to not be motivated by the situation they're currently in. So I was thinking he should be moved. I think it's a contract that won't hurt too much. Um, And you got a guy that can play has shown that he can play in all situations. Um, Is he great at any single one of them? Is he amazing? Definitely not. Is he great? Uh, he's shown like sparks there's been instances uh but i think ultimately you're looking at a guy who i don't expect to be a top pair defenseman for any team and really i think if you're moving him at any point if he's uh oh man rangers just tied that one up looking pretty easy was that uh panarin um Whoa. But yeah, he does feel like a guy that's going to get moved to a team at some point uh, that needs, they need to shore up on the defensive side. And and that's going to be the guy they either carry with them to like fill out a bottom pair. Um, I mean, you know, you're looking at the Tampa Bay Lightning. They're they're not in need of a Philip Aronik in the top four anywhere. Uh, maybe not even in, you know, the top six. But it's one of those things where, you know, if a team is looking to finish this off, you know, they're looking at their their playoff run, their Stanley Cup run. Like, that's that's a guy that could that could fill a hole somewhere in your six, probably probably in your bottom pair. Uh, so that's where I see him moving eventually. Uh, I just don't know how many years it's going to take because I, I don't I don't think this is a guy where it's like career Red Wing. Like, it's funny. When I was younger uh, and I used to watch Lidstrom and then I'd get mad at Cronwall. And then only later in growing up did I realize how great Cronwall was. And it was because I watched Lidstrom my entire life growing up. And I just said every defenseman had to be Lidstrom. So whenever they weren't perfect, I would get angry. Um, so <laughs> I think we're in the opposite situation right now. I think we're surrounded by dog crap. And uh, Horonic gets a lot of praise uh, for the points that he's put up. Yeah. Um, by some beat writers 
for the wingdings, but I, I think it just has a lot to do with somebody's going to score on this team, right? Like somebody's putting up these points and he had the most minutes, but do you look at Heronic and see the difference? You know, like see him making the difference that we clearly see cider making. No. So, so I would say in Heronic's defense, um, when he was asked to uh, listen, we got absolutely nothing. Uh, we're going to have to ask you to play like 23, 24 minutes a game, uh, be on the power play, be on the penalty kill. He said, you know, no question about it. Put me out there. I'm ready to go. Um, and he, he, he did put up, you know, some decent numbers. Um, but I, I think what you're seeing is uh, it's not that he's, you know, like a, a horrible player and he needs to give it up. Um, he's just not most cider. And it's such a, you know, noticeable difference from a guy who, man, I, I don't know what the limit is for Cider. I, he could be one of the greatest defensemen of all time. Um, the way he's been playing in his rookie season, you're he affords you that um, uh, uh, accusation of hyperbole. Like, he, he's he's been that good. Um, so it kind of feels like by comparison, like, Kronik, no, he hasn't been uh, uh, a wunderkind, um, you know, like Mo has. So I, I, you take away his opportunities, you know, he doesn't get as, as many opportunities to quarterback um, like Mo does, but you know, when Mo quarterbacks, it's a, you know, more productive um, shift uh, for everybody on the ice. So it's gotta be incredibly frustrating for Heronic to feel like, you know, I was the number one on this team and now I'm arguably like a five or six. So I don't think that, we've necessarily seen the best of Ronick. I think that what he needs to do is kind of figure out, you know, his best role is probably to be like a five or six. Um, and to not get so frustrated about not getting one, two, three, four minutes, you know, um, um, you know, be that, that, that top pairing defenseman. Cause he's, he's still got skills. He's still got things he's good at, but um, you know, with some of our younger guys in the pipes, uh, in the pipeline, I mean, um, you know, with with Mo kind of showing you what it looks like to have an upper echelon guy, um, I think you just got to change the expectation a little bit and then kind of kind of refocus a little bit. And it, it kind of feels like if I were him, I would be discouraged, right? I, I would kind of feel like the confidence is shaking a little bit. Um, all those opportunities that I had are are basically gone. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so it's not a, it's not an easy situation for him. Um, you know, lest we forget, he's still a young guy and I'm, uh, on his behalf, I'm, I'm okay to be just a little bit more patient. Cause I, I know that there's skill in there. I think he's just got to relearn, you know, what, um, uh, his role can and should be. Mike, we have, uh, retained salaries right now. We have Nemestikov, Letty and Richard Panic. Um, those will be off the books starting next season. Would you eat two remaining years of Philip Aronic, half that salary, make him an easier move, get him out of here, get some draft picks back? I'm not totally ready to, you know, cut ties. I think I'd need a pretty sexy uh, trade offer to do that, to eat cap um, and, you know, maybe not get, first second round pick action for him um I, you know i'm never gonna he's not un unmovable or untradeable for me but uh 
I'm 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 willing to be a little bit more patient. Um, I'm not ready to quite quite cut ties with him. I think he just needs maybe a new coach, kind of showing him a new viewpoint, um, and then you know, kind of relearn his role. I'm cool with that, but I would say uh, I'd be fine eating that uh, eating that two million for a couple of years after next year uh, to get him get him moving along. Uh, we did have Nicholas Spear show up. He just wants to have fun watching Wings games. He's got his uh, April wish in there. Oh. He hasn't been lately. Um, Nick, that is the best, nicest answer uh, I think I could have hoped for. And uh, I love you. <laughs> I didn't know how to end that statement. So I love you now, Nick. You just want um, Patrick Starr on him. Got it. I love, I love you. Oh. <laughs> uh yeah, I think uh, I think we're winding down here. Um, we got four minutes to go here in the second period. Still three to three. Uh, what I'm watching right now, Mike, Gagne setting one up. Um, like, I don't know. My screen's so small right now. I can't even tell who just shot the puck. <laughs> uh, I would say if you want to, you know, go to a game, um, I would see if you can do it. You know, in the next uh, two weeks here, because you got um, you know an Ottawa game. I still can't really, you know, fear Columbus and then another Ottawa game coming up. Um, those are the home games. They're not immediate, but they're the home games that are on the horizon. Um, first of all, I get to see Tim Stutzela. Second of all, um, it's probably our best chance to see a win. And you know what? Even if you see a loss, uh, that helps us in the in the grand scheme of things. Those feel like can't lose games for you. Also, you yeah. get to, in that uh, one of those Ottawa Senators games um... – I'm not sure if we have two at home or two on the road, but one of them at home, you get a Detroit Tigers cap. That is the Red Wings, red and white colors. And I want to go to that game and pay $80 for a ticket and probably two tickets just so I can get that $15 hat. <laughs> so I think it looks pretty sound badass. investment, sound investment. man. I like Instead it. of just like looking up a red hat with a D I'd much rather have it combined with uh, some entertainment. And at that point, I'd consider it free entertainment. It's as uh, <laughs> free as it gets, man. Nothing like buying a ticket and parking and an $8 hot dog. So you get a free hat you're going to wear twice. Love it. Ooh. I, I don't know. I'm wearing hats every day. That that hat's going to get a lot of work. I, I have a hat with my company's name on it, and I started wearing that around town. So Woo, wearing just, a little propaganda, it, huh? It, Woo, yeah, look at this just, guy. The way the sun hits me in the morning, it's going to put me in the mood for a particular hat. Um, <laughs> we got 2.30 left in the second period here. Uh, Derek Hand is aboard. What's going on, Derek? Mr. Hand, how are you? Um, Hal got another comment in here. I, I missed what did performance art say um, about Hirose? Uh, but he did say, I think you're right about Taro. Uh, good passer, good play creator, doesn't mind getting stuck into the more physical side of things. Long overdue for a long run with the wings. Um, I believe Taro, now just to, to push back on that a little bit, Taro did get a very good shot with us uh, two seasons ago. Uh, but I do agree. Like, there's no reason to not have him in there if you're going to be at the level of result that we're getting right now. Uh, let's try and get some offense going. And that's what, what Hirose is going to bring. For me, he feels like uh, um, the Bill Burr of the Red Wings. 
where he just kind of helicopters in for a quick cameo. Uh, but I, I don't know if I need him, you know, leading the way in Breaking Bad or like the Mandalorian. But hey, there's Rose. You know, he made a couple cool, couple uh, cool things. So then he just kind of helicoptered out of the scene. Doesn't he write F is for family and he plays multiple characters? We're not talking about a cartoon, man. We're talking about live action, Bill Burr. That's what we're talking about. Not Taro Hirose sitting around writing cartoons. We're talking about live action. All right. Fine. But no, I I think... Uh, hey, go ahead and hate my got, analogy all you want. There's There's go got to be another comedian we could have landed on. That. <laughs> what about, like, Fred Willard? You know? Like, Fred Willard is... Well, he's gone. Uh, maybe if he changed teams a lot, I think I'd... I don't know. Like, Fred is all over the place, man. I mean, he's everywhere. Yeah, but he's the one who pops in. He pops in and pops in. If you're talking about a single TV show, but he doesn't. He also doesn't run... I'm willing to show. bend on my analogy. I'm willing to. <laughs> but not for Fred Willard. No. Oh. Well, this is where I want to put all my focus right now with uh, two minutes to go in the period. Um, Derek Hand, you're probably gonna be able to find that hat on eBay after the game. Oh, I do, I do it all the time. Oh wait, Derek, are you are you putting the hat on eBay or are you picking up the hat on eBay? Because um, oh, you know, he's a hat, can... he's a hat picker upper on eBay. All right, like, good. I yeah. just wanted to make sure he wasn't one of the guys that's screwing me over. <laughs> I'm a I'm a Macari uh, purchaser now, Mike. I've I've gotten into the game. Um, we are they're not a sponsor like DraftKings is, uh, but I I am now set up for notifications for Red Wing stuff, and in a week or so I'm gonna have a fun little ditty that I'm gonna be adding behind me thanks to Mercari. So I don't want to give it away yet because I'm pretty psyched I got it. Um, that brand name is really throwing me off because I keep thinking you're saying McCarty. Yeah, McCarty the McCarty app. It's just Darren McCarty's stuff out of his basement. Uh, he just you talks guys... about uh, sixth graders. <laughs> um, fun stat that TNT Re- just pulled up. Matt, the Rangers, yeah. the number two power play in the NHL. Yeah. Red Wings, the number thirty-two penalty kill. Woo-hoo! <laughs> yeah, we did it. Yes. Uh, feels good. Um, well, let's do this, podcast listeners. Um, they like hearing about uh, games we got coming up. So while we're waiting for this period to end, we did want to run through the whole second period. I just got to make sure I'm, I'm caught up to the second period. Oh, what a whiff by Panarin. Oh. <laughs> what a loser. That was nice. I appreciate yeah, that. This. Was, that was a beauty. Um, all right. So uh, the backup <laughs> goaltender definitely uh, fat fingered that, that drive into the middle of the ice, too. That was kind of a weird knuckleball. That was a little <laughs> Steve Sparks action. You guys remember him? Uh-oh. Tristan is uh, Tristan's here late. Tristan, tell you what. I'll, I'll, oh no! I, you know what? I can't say this. I was gonna make a joke about giving you a T-shirt because you're here late, just to make Jared angry. But that would be mean because then you'd think you were getting a T-shirt. So I'll, I'll just I'll say it that way, Jared. Sorry. Was Tristan late because he couldn't decide which Red Wings rant T-shirt to put on? I think so. <laughs> I do love that this is oh, Jared. I mean, come on. You're the one who calls it out. I, I didn't mean to make you three dots sad. <laughs> 20 seconds to go in the period. Uh, Mike, we have Ottawa coming up uh, Friday and Sunday. Mm. Now, you're on the Tim Stutzla train right now. You're honking pretty hard. 
Um, yeah, uh, these man, these games are, um, you know, I'm not going to be attending them. Um, I do have a prior engagement. But, I, I mean, these are win-win uh, entertainment experiences for you as, uh, as a Red Wing fan. You either get a win, you get to see Tim Stutzla regardless, or if we lose, Matt, we're moving our way up. Well, I guess moving our way down in the standings. So this is yeah. a win-win-win. You get three wins just by having Ottawa on the schedule. And you get it back to back. Love it. Yeah, I uh, I, I do have to agree with you on that one. Um, I am going to say, for all the noise that I was making about the Red Wings dropping down the standings and having all of this opportunity, I'm going to – and I've picked us to lose, like, every game in the last couple of weeks when we do this. Because this is going to help us out so much, I just can't That's imagine us – I think we're going to win both games. Yeah. Oh, no. I think it's a Friday and a Sunday win. Mm. Well, we're going to see how Steve drafts at uh, number 11 uh, next year. Because, uh, Matt, give me a clean sweep. Win, win, baby. Woohoo! Now, um, I'm not making light of the passing when I say this, but Eugene Melnick. If they, I don't know if Ottawa's had a home game yet, but there is that potential for a ceremony due to his passing. Um, the owner, the uh, uh, former owner of the Ottawa Senators, um, if they do some sort of ceremony, they have to win that game, right? So the one in Ottawa, I just don't know. I, I could pull up Ottawa's schedule right now and see if they have. Um, again, not making light of his passing, just stating the obvious that uh, that's one of those games that you do a ceremony like that, like you gotta win. Yeah. I mean that, that potential is there for sure. Um, and that, that is their next home game. So I'm going yeah, to, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to kill you for, for saying that. Um, I mean that, that happens or you, um, you know, you kind of turn it on and you know, you win one for the Gipper kind of thing. So I, I, yeah, I could see that scenario. Uh, but knowing how this season has gone, I, you know, I, I won't be shocked if we do a clean sweep. Um, and defeat Ottawa twice. And yeah. Ottawa gets no points, so we win in regulation. <laughs> we don't even open the door to a possibility that we can catch them. Right. We just win-win. Four, four out of four points, Ottawa zero out of four. Uh, last thought before we uh, sail off, now that we've got our picks for the weekend. Wait, what day is today? Is today Wednesday? Oh, yeah. Uh, Tristan just watched a crap ton of Alex Newhook highlights. Now I want them, but I know it'd be a fortune to get them. Um, I have no idea what that number would look like, to be completely honest, uh, off the top of my head. But I'll say this. You've piqued my interest. So as our final thought, why don't we jump into that in the next episode? Because we are running out of things to talk about. So Tristan, you got it. Uh, next epi, that'll be a topic. I don't think we can wrap a whole episode around, <laughs> but we can wrap ourselves around an Alex Newhook and some other pickups. Um so we'll take a look at that on Sunday. Uh, guys, if you have a second, you can hit the like button for us as we sail off here. Um, I woke up my daughter again. She's screaming right now. So I'm going to go help her get back to sleep. You're trying out screamer. Yeah. I'm just going to go in her bedroom. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. If you guys can hit the like button right now. It might shock her into uh, silence, man. But yeah, like it. Like this. We appreciate it. Uh, subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. And of course, you can rate us now on Spotify. Uh, does this great deal of good. 
And uh, thank you so much. Last couple episodes have just absolutely exploded. So thanks for everybody for coming along. Um, quick apology for me being angry the other night um, for who I yelled. I think it was Kenneth, somebody I yelled at in the comments. Thank yeah, I, I apologize. I got way too angry real quick. Uh, I, I do like to talk to you guys. Um, just bad timing. So um, you're waking up little kids. Matt, yeah. you're yelling. People on Twitter, what's going on over there? Six graders over there and slap you in the face. What's oh, going we on? I forgot to talk about that. That's oh. what the people want. More hot takes on Will Smith. All right, real quick. I oh mean, God. Te what? Team Rock, right? I mean, uh, like did, Team did, No did, Violence. <laughs> what do I have to team say? Team No Violence. Yeah, I mean, you know, sticks and stones, right? I, I. I I don't know. Did Chris Rock know about Jada's uh, illness? I can't imagine he did, right? Like, is he following her on Instagram? I, I can't believe that it. I had to follow a, a hot take from David Spade, who said, uh, turns out comedians don't have the medical records of every single person in the audiences they're working. <laughs> so, um, if Chris Rock obviously knew and he was targeting her, that, you know, wrong. But if he didn't, I mean... Uh, and Will Smith, you were kind of laughing. So, yeah, he did laugh. Uh, I think, yeah, it's Team Rock. I'm sorry. All right. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I, also, I wait. Say... Second hot take. This yeah. used to be a wrestling show. Matt, uh, what are the odds this is all a work to get us to watch the Oscars next year? Like Chewy. Hey, my man, Chewy. Woo-hoo-hoo. Yeah. Getting, you know what? It's WrestleMania. <laughs> you got to get them all worked up. All right. Are you well, telling you know, what? Vince didn't make a call to see. Hey, you guys want to come settle this at WrestleMania? <laughs> well, while you guys while you guys are getting jiggy with it, are you really gonna tune in to the Oscars next year? Think thinking, ooh, who's gonna get punched this year? No, you know what? I am. Um, I you know what? You know what they're gonna try to do? They're gonna have them try to present something together. Right. I if they don't that is that Matt, that that award shows have gone down the toilet and if they want to get no. eyeballs on it they I, should they should market that I don't need I don't need to watch that I just I only ever saw it on Instagram like I don't watch the Oscars live I just yeah, me neither up, I but if you told me later. there's an opportunity for Chris Rock and Will Smith to be on the stage again at the Oscars you goddamn bet I'd be watching that on TV yeah I'll watch it later. I can't do it. <laughs> Old stick in the mud, Matt. Huh? I'm just saying, it's not working on me. I'm not too. It's not staged. Chris got slapped hard, and I mean, let's talk. I mean, it's just it's man. Crazy. Way to take a slap. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm so firmly yeah. standing you on. Look like the Undertaker in like 1992. He he didn't he didn't flinch. That was awesome. <laughs> Uh, um, I was trying to think of the line to kind of end our show that way that Chris threw out there. Um, uh, what is it like? Greatest show or greatest night of our lives or something? And then sign. I can't end it with it now because I already was, called it. It was out. like the greatest moment in television history. Something yeah, like something like that. All right, guys, uh, thanks for tuning in. Hell, thanks for the shout out on the great show. Thank you, Hell, for tuning in. Yeah. Um, Shout out to Tristan, who's team nobody. And got to respect it. <laughs> solid team. Solid choice. Yes, it's a, it's a solid team. Because obviously, yeah. who gives a shit? Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> does not right. matter in the grand scheme. So, good let's, team uh, meal. Yeah, let's sail off into the sunset, and uh, we'll see you guys on Sunday. All right, see you guys. Peace. Stutzler!